you watch the stupid show? Did you put it on? What no, show? I did it. Uh, cause Carolina was trying to watch like one of those like bad like Netflix like kind of Hallmark shows, like for the uh, th- over thirty kind of like the strong woman who's divorced, but she has to start a whole new life, and, and then a there's a fireman who's like really into her, right? And that's how life works. And she adu- she's getting a farm. She's getting a zoo. <laughs> She's getting. They're always getting something. They're inheriting something. Yes, I I wanted something so easy and so fluff. My that numbing. I, I could like leave my home for like an hour and come back and miss nothing. <laughs> That's what I needed. And well, so be- Sweet Magnolias was on the top oh of that list. Oh my god! My friend keeps telling me to watch that, and she watches all. Like uh, you know, I don't want to say trash television for mom shows. Feel yes, well no, let's say feel good. Is and, that a euphemism for mom shows though? Yeah, I think it's like a, definitely a mom situation. Mom centric. Um, yes, I am a mother with no children. But hey, I, was, I see that dog behind you. Oh, there she is. Hey, welcome to Professional Friends. Hey! It's me, Carolina Hidalgo, and in front of me is John Vivacqua. Our new format: three moms. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna Veratori. I'm a very competitive PTA mom, though. You look, this is actually the trendiest I've seen you look, maybe ever. She started, I swear, this is this is how it happened. Yeah, she know. started watching Euphoria this week for the first time. She's catching up on HBO Max's Euphoria. Listen, I always had this little baby doll dress. And that exotic red... It, eye makeup? It was a $10 palette from Sephora. You got a I cat really, eye thing going on. I can't. I'm just trying something Why new. are you holding all those mollies? <laughs> <laughs> are we supposed to take them? All the glow sticks. That like. is the show of the moment, though. You know what's so fun? They only put one episode up a week. So it does. It, it's a throwback to when television used to be like television. When you just have to wait for a show. And watch I just a don't show. Don't wait anymore, though. I know because we're so spoiled with this binge model. But there's something really nice about having to wait, and then you talk. Like I run into friends, and all they want to talk about is the last episode. I mean, oh, it's nice okay. to have discussions, but I feel like I actually waited for it all to come out to just watch it all. But think of think yeah, of Sweet Magnolias. <laughs> we could be we could be waiting for each episode of Sweet Magnolias. Is that what it's called? I think it's called Sweet Magnolias. It's not like the one play slash movie uh, Steel Magnolias. Yes, which Uh-oh. you keep. I keep thinking that. Like every time I go across it on Netflix, I keep thinking it's that. You're like, I wish this was a mini series about Steel Magnolias. <laughs> Now that I'd watch. That would be actually a good show. It would be actually because yeah. you could have them in the salon. Oh yeah, with Dolly Parton, well, she'll still do I it. Mean, yeah, I guess yeah, Dolly probably would still do it. Do you it. think they tried to make a show out of that? I bet you they did. No, they did. They did a stage production. It was an all-black cast. Well, they did a re- oh, and they did a Lifetime version too. They did. Wow, three moms yakking <laughs> it up. Aww. An all-new professional friend. Yes, yeah. this is a new format. Does this anybody is- want to talk about their recent diets? <laughs> <laughs> How their son Kevin just won't behave. I wanted to talk about Batman because I am going to an advanced screening of the film tonight. I can't believe you're going. Yes, it's strictly for VIPs and influencers and people who bought, bought tickets, tickets and online, stand in like line. myself. Yes. Yeah. Well, so what? <laughs> 
I remember, John, you and I with Carrie and her boyfriend at the time, the four of us went to the midnight screening oh of The Dark God, Knight. Oh, God, I forgot that. And, oh, God. And we couldn't get seats because it was before they did the assigned seating thing. we switched thing. partners, right? I sat with Carrie, like, all the way up front. I sat with her boyfriend. All the way in the back. <laughs> How was your day? <laughs> so <laughs> random. I don't know why. Why didn't I sit with you? I don't know. You yeah, know, that would have made way more sense. It was. I think it was totally maxed out, right? Like, it was way too crowded. And the way that we ended up, I don't know, filing into that theater, I just ended up on a date with Carrie's boyfriend in the <laughs> yeah. back, sitting side by side in, like, the darkest corner where people go to make out in the movie theater. Well, that's so they nice. held hands. Yeah. <laughs> Treated him to a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> that film was riveting, though. I mean, I didn't see it in the theater because of all the lovemaking. <laughs> Later on, I found it fascinating. It was really fun because the whole audience goes crazy and they boo anything that's not Batman. And it's I mean, fun. I still love... the reason why I love going to movies still, you know, I know movies seem to be over anyway, the theater experience. I love paying and going when they first open because there's something really magical about being with everyone and watching it for the first time. And I mean, that's also the appeal of those Marvel movies. I know they're big spectacles, but there's something about the collective experience of watching it with the crowd who's so excited and people react to the screen, which you do not get when you're watching Euphoria alone at home. It's a yeah, different you're just experience. Like, yeah. Quietly crying. Or Sweet Magnolias. <laughs> There's no shouting, you know, when Catwoman yeah. comes out. Or maybe there is. I haven't seen the show. I am shouting. I'm the one doing the <laughs> shouting because I definitely I did did go through like a, I watched the first episode and a half or so and they're clothing is like I don't know who like dresses them or like I I know they have some probably some deal with Lula Row or something but their wardrobe is terrible. Yeah. Ter- they're beautiful people, beautiful actresses in the worst clothing I've ever seen. Like very like Talbots kind of situation. It's Chico's. like from Lancaster PA. <laughs> like it's not even as fancy as Chico. Hey, that's an aesthetic though. It is. Let's but... not alienate our Lancaster PA <laughs> listeners, all those moms no, in right. Lancaster. Well, does this mean because I'm dressed with my red eyeshadow and my baby doll dress <laughs> that pretty soon you'll be in like a sweet, like Talbot's outfit? <laughs> You're just way too edgy for them. I, was, <laughs> I swear. Like, it, I, I, I cannot explain enough on how much of the uh, the big pants uh, what are those the uh, the big pants the high waisted pants oh. yeah with with, uh, with like the shirt tucked in but then it like makes you look like a clown kind of thing oh don't say that to a party oh, sh- clown uh. <laughs> ouch <laughs> I'm thinking more Pennywise oh okay don't say that to a Pennywise she's right there <laughs> <laughs> well anyway though, so uh, that's what I'm doing I'm shouting I'm shouting at the TV when I'm when I'm watching this and as you guys know Marcus is out of town so but this, this is, is also this, this is, is what's on. This is always what's the on. The only thing that's playing yes. in the house. <laughs> yes. Georgie puts it on. Um, but this is also a big winter experience. Like people have literally not left the house for three months or, or two and a half. Yeah. Now maybe, the the, you know, the Batmans are coming <laughs> out into the theater. So people are leaving. But people are watching shows like Sweet Magnolias because they're so cold. They're cold. Well, they're just freezing. They're they're wandering around their apartments, freezing to death, just looking for soup and watching <laughs> Sweet Magnolias. I think it's the whole idea of. If I say that one more time, they're going to sponsor us, right? Yes, I hope so. <laughs> no, they won't. But, but I seriously think it is I the would whole be idea. Okay if Campbell's, you know, sponsor. <laughs> oh my god. 
The, we we tried this last time. I think we tried this with like me undies or wh- who who was it that we me tried? Me undies this? also did reach out to us, so I think they're did good. They? Are you they still did. in talks with them? I thought you tagged I, them and they said thanks. They said don't yeah. tag us again. <laughs> um, well, is that called negotiations? I think so. They said email this person maybe in the future. So right. it sounds now, let me ask on the you, horizon. Do you think it's a bot? Because it sounds a <laughs> lot like a bot. My yeah. enemies are after me. Send money. Well, that's why I'm now after <laughs> Campbell's because I'm a big soup enthusiast. <laughs> I was. A, did you watch that yet? The Tinder Swindler? No, I haven't watched it. Oh, did you now. watch it? Yes. Oh, I, I have been talking about that with anyone who listens. I know. I'm so fascinated. Wait, did I already talk about it with you? Yes, Probably. This is the third oh, time at God. least. I feel like you know the Tinder sw- swindler. Like, I this is somebody you might have like talked to at a party for 20 minutes uh, like yeah. 3 years ago. It's actually very likely and I want my money back. I mean, is the Tinder <laughs> swindler like me? Is it like a person that like goes out for drinks and maybe at the time like I'm kind of homeless, so it's a great place to get an no. Airbnb. He's Wait, a con artist. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> yes. that it's that model but it's a lot more advanced. It's like if you had pursued the scam, scammer Yeah, lifestyle. I wasn't like making uh, any profit. I no. just like was like, nah, damn it, I'm in Bushwick again and I'm hungover. And I need somewhere to sleep. Yeah. I need some soup. I just need some <laughs> to soup. To warm up. <laughs> no, he took it, incre- I mean, but the thing is the story, he took it incredibly far by way of the actual financial con, but the story is more about it's a lot about, you know, gender roles and romance and online dating. So it's a lot about romance in, you know, the modern era. And it's so it's so interesting how harshly I was judging the women for the first half. And then I thought, why am I judging the women so harshly? Because you hate women. <laughs> <laughs> but they, you know, they were con. There is a clear villain in the story. And I think in your your initial instinct is to think, how could they have gotten scammed by this guy? And yet then I think to myself, they were just women looking for love soup. in their life and maybe some warm <laughs> soup, you know, and he, he preyed upon that. It was so cruel because it was clear he his marks were women looking for love and, you know, love in the mo- more profound way. They weren't necessarily women looking for exotic trips and private jets. They were looking for relationships. Mm. And that's what he really preyed upon and it's that is incredibly cruel yeah and using uh like an app like tinder where you know because the women who had been swindled by him like they had experience of dating like on the app for years Mm -hmm. so they were confident with it you know they they were confident with who they were going to go and meet up because they're like you know tinder's legit it's not going to be like some you know Prince scam bullshit or anything and this guy looks like a regular dude and then he what he does is that he like shows you all his riches first right and then you believe everything like you you can't uh, understand like why would so many people be in on this Mm. and so it's like a whole thing it's a whole house of cards and so like (laughs) i don't blame them so much i mean you can't blame them because they're they're the actual victims of the whole thing i mean there are definitely times where i watch shows about like extreme con artists and i'm like well the person that was conned was kind of an idiot like at that point you're like and then i gave him uh uh ten thousand right. dollars in cash in a backpack right. that he said he was gonna hold on to me so we could make our various investments and then he stopped picking up my calls 
it was clear I wasn't getting that backpack full of cash. And you're like, yeah, right. you weren't going to get a back. And I kind of, I, I, I have some sympathy for like when you make a big mistake like that. Yeah, we've all been scammed. Yeah, we've, we've all been scammed. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I've been scammed. I, I mean, not in that sense, but I've been definitely taken. And I apologize for that. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> I wired you the money. Yes, it's eventually. on its way. <laughs> All right, what was your biggest scam? I've been scammed a couple of times. Uh, I, I, I think one of it uh, was Julie. Uh, she didn't scam me. My best friend Julie. Uh, <laughs> Let's hope not. She was. She told me like, oh, because she was always into like weight loss when we were younger. Because yeah, she was like a like a you know like a nice thick girl, and uh, she was she would tell me like you know you should try these Akai like you know pills like they're working for me, and I'm like I guess, and she's like it's really cheap it's like a dollar, and so then of course I'm like all right I guess I'll sign up if my best friend is like oh, vouching no. for this, and then Julie was involved in a pyramid scheme. How uh, did this happen? It wasn't a pyramid scheme. I don't think it was just one of those like <laughs> uh, fine writing like the fine whatever shit because it's like it's only a dollar. And so you buy it, you put your credit card but on it. But then it's really $40. $50. Oh. I, okay, yes. I think I had done something similar when... We've all been scammed. Yeah, well, also By scammed. Julie and her Kai Berries. <laughs> and, and I called my bank and everything. Because um, uh, I could not... Aff- at that time, I was like 24. I could not afford to you lose $50. You had $51 in your checking. <laughs> yes. Actually, yes. The, all the weight loss wasn't worth it. No, I remember there was like... These uh, gardincha beans or something, or gardincha, they're like a type of caffeine. It's like a caffeine pill, basically. Mm. Um, but they're like infused with green tea to make you slim and sleek. Right. And I was like, that sounds great. Only a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> you do. I, I too. I, it came up like it came up as like a pop up, and then it was the, those when pop ups were like new and really trying to get you. They're like, if you don't get this in fifty seconds, <laughs> right. you'll never get this opportunity. To to be scammed monthly. <laughs> Carolina, real, uh, I just need to borrow some money. <laughs> One dollar down, down payment, that's it. Just give me a backpack and just put it in there. I know. Oh, you know, Joe Rogan promoted some fucking similar, like, brain f- pills. Oh, really? Like, oh. you know, mindful pills that, like, low-key don't do anything. Um, but every How dude, much do those set you back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mind is still not formed. <laughs> um, but I remember a lot of men all were like, oh, if Joe says so. Oh, and then it, sim- it, it was their diet pills. Unfortunately, theirs were for knowledge. Right. <laughs> knowledge, knowledge, yeah. diet. I'd I mean, rather be scammed by vanity. That's, I think, part of the fun of like watching these con artist scam stories because we do have a lot of fun judging the people who got scammed. Have you been, you've never I, been scammed? No. Never? Which I, I mean, I think that's part of the reason. No, that's why I watch these shows and it is difficult for me because at a certain point I'd be like, you know, once I would get a message saying, give me the backpack of 50 grand, I'd be like, mm, you sound like a scam artist. And are I'd be you? Like, All right, where should we meet? Like Mulberry Street? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think I'm a great mark because at a certain point I would be wholly transparent and say like, hey, by any chance, are you a con artist? And they'd probably be like, mm, I'm going to back off of this guy. I don't think it. Yeah, I I had a con artist like, when I was like kind of like dreaming the dream of dreams to live in an apartment by myself. And I was like, you know, I'll just look around on the old Craigslist. Right. And there was one that was obviously too good to be true. And um, it was like, I don't even know, like $1,100 for a studio. And I was like, 
Wow, I guess I've earned this discovery because I've lived in New York for 15 years. I was yeah. like, it's finally happening. It was in it, the West Village. It was Well, it was even in Queens, so it felt kind of like it could be that Possibly way. Possibly feasible. Possibly no. feasible. That's a decent rate for a studio in Queens. Yeah, like, and it was during, you know, the... the Beginning of the pandemic. Oh, so this is recent. This is recent. I looked okay. at it because, like, the market was just like desperate. So I was like, right. eh, maybe I leave my roommates and. Uh, oh, you can handle the the super and, and Ambrose anymore. You're gonna leave all that behind. I mean, Ambrose would come. <laughs> okay. The super would not. <laughs> Which, by the way, we ran into the other day. No and, and way. I, yeah, on the train. Oh my! Yeah. On the train? Yeah, the train station. Yeah. So that's the original scammer right there. Her superintendent. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. She. How said much hi. money? How much money did I get you guys for? Yeah, it was one of those moments where I like side-eyed to Caroline. I was like, and that's my super. <laughs> cool. Wow. On the yeah. platform. With um, his family. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. The whole weird. thing was weird. And it'd be like, hey, Sammy. He's like, hello. <laughs> and he demanded 50 grand in a backpack. Carolina was so upset I didn't introduce her properly. <laughs> She's like, I've heard so much about you and your scams. Um, there was a time I could have been very easily scammed, but thankfully I... I'm a good judge of character, so I didn't get scammed. But like the first time I could have gotten scammed was when I willingly <laughs> gave an envelope with thirteen hundred dollars to a stranger. What oh. is this for that studio apartment or something else? No, it was actually for a uh, apartment in the Lower East Side, and uh, I would be sharing a bunk bed with, um, <laughs> with Joe Rogan. With Joe Rogan. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, all right, I go out malls and I sell these brain pills. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I just didn't know the way the world worked. And it was my first, like, I was looking on Craigslist for. Okay, so this is the one from a while ago. This is when I just moved God, to New there's York. there's a lot of scam stories to get through with yeah. you. Yeah. Huh? I, I actually, I have one on deck, too. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, so, like, I. <laughs> I, I don't know. What's wrong with us, Anna? <laughs> We're just young, bright women. We're just full very open-minded. Trusting. We're trusting. Yeah, full of pills. <laughs> um, so I remember meeting him once, and I went to his apartment, and like they were so cool because they were just like, I was like 19, and they were 21, which like makes you fucking cool. And uh, they went to Fordham University, and the person I'd be sharing my bunk bed with was named Matt and he was like uh, an adorable uh, good Christian boy who um, studied music and theology and I was like slam dunk I think for me (laughs) and he was reminiscent of like like a dog from the Goofy movie so he like ticked all my (laughs) what Wait, wait, wait. Uh, sorry. I was listening, I swear. <laughs> like, where did? How did we get to Goofy Movie? Well, because I, I feel like I have a, an affinity for men that I think mm. kind of look like characters. You meant to goofy. say fetish, not affinity. <laughs> affinity. I'm staying with affinity. Because I, I, you know, I wasn't like obsessed with Matt. Like, I just like appreciated that he kind of projected looked... the Goofy Movie character. Right, he kind of looked look like... like Max. He looked like a dog. Like he maybe not Max's. <laughs> well, that's a cute dog in that movie. Yeah, it's a cute dog. Okay. Isn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, as far as like, yeah, he just sweats. Hybrid human dog. I yeah, Jinko yeah. jeans. Which is, I guess, another conversation. Okay, um, we'll get into that. That's next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh wow! So I trusted him immediately. <laughs> uh, right. And you know, it was already a kind of a strange situation because like. You know, they were like, he was like, well, this is your bottom bunk. 
<laughs> and I also like the mattress from the prior person that had the bunk was gone. So he was kind of like, listen, like while you work on getting your mattress, never did. He's like, I have an air mattress. So I slept in an air mattress at the bottom bunk. Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. For how long? Like eight, eight, six, six to seven months or six months. Wow! Oh, wow! And, oh, at least did did you get anything out of that experience? I guess I can't. You know, every time I did think I've heard back? everything, I, you always come up with something that I'm like, uh, uh, "Is this real?" I thought it was this nice. Is, this is girl's real life. <laughs> I find it's really incredible. I think that you have like a a real like forced intimacy when you are <laughs> sleeping in a bunk bed. <laughs> With someone, and it was a very small room. So, like together, we were both paying six fifty each for this small room that was so small that you needed a bunk bed. Right. Um, oh, okay. So, like Matt was kind of like, you know, I think Anna's great. I think that we could live in close quarters Matt together. Matt from a goofy movie. <laughs> Matt from a goofy movie. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. it. Um, and I remember they were all <laughs> drinking beers at their apartment, and I was like. Whoa, this is where I need to be. This is NYC. How baby. many people were in this um, flop house? Um, <laughs> a girl that worked in PR, and then, of course, like somebody else that was a student of literature named Buddy. Of course. Yeah. Wow. Or philosophy, maybe. Um, <clears throat> She's not making this up, guys. I'm not making it up. Um, you have the disclaimer going on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> not I making it to. up. I have to. It just looks like she. it's like a dream she had last night, <laughs> you know? But Another dream <laughs> sequence. <laughs> like, and, a and, then out, and it was like my house, but it wasn't my house. <laughs> there was a bunk bed. <laughs> We're all in bunk beds. But I really love bunk beds. Like That's I, what sold you on this whole <laughs> fucked up situation? Not necessarily, but I, I knew that I wouldn't be home as much because I'd probably be out and about living my NYC sweet life. Your yep. Carrie Bradshaw fantasy. Yeah, um, Top or bottom, by the way? Uh, bottom. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. That was nice. The, he gave you the courtesy of being the bottom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you, you have, like, late night talks, and it's dark, and it, it kind of feels like you're in a confession. With with the guy from Goofy With movie. the bunk beds. <laughs> oh, with the bunk beds. Okay. You know, because you kind of yeah. can say anything. It just goes in the air. But was the air mattress on the bottom bunk? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I kind of squeaked a little. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but... I remember when I I was like, I'll take it. And Matt was like, great. Um, and I was like, listen, I'm still waiting for my student loan money to kick in. Are you going to be able to hold it for like a, a week? And he was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> he was like, you know, even though There's I thought. line out the door. Yeah, even though I thought it was like a treasure. Like he was very aware that this is a tough sell <laughs> to sleep on a fucking air mattress. But I mean, like, he wasn't even going to give me the air mattress until I was kind of like, huh, I wish there was a mattress in that. You see, he doesn't like to get scammed either. Yeah. <laughs> Good um, for him. So I was like, when I finally got my money, I was like, all right, great. Matt, meet me in Chinatown, and I'll hand <laughs> off the cash. Right, because why you thought You're that Jack was Nicholson, more yeah. cinematic. Um, but I, at the time, for I the just- the script you've been writing for the past 20 years in your head. I, you know, but I could afford food in Chinatown. Oh, okay. That was like See? a big part of it. It was like yeah. you know everything you get. You get like w- with one twenty-five, you get five dumplings. That's true. You can get a pork uh, bun for like a dollar. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. I, See, you're very resourceful. But to me, it felt like, oh great, we can have like a cheap lunch. I can hand you because I have no money now I that I've no given money. you my I'm life savings you for an air mattress on a bunk bed. Um, you reach into the the thing and then you buy lunch <laughs> and the envelope. And you're like, this is on me. This is on me. This is on me. This is on Sally May. Um, <laughs> so he took the envelope 
And he looked at me kind of like, huh. And I noticed he had a little Jesus fish ring. So I felt real safe with him. Right. But uh-huh. in that moment, he realized I didn't know what I was doing. He's like, this girl. This poor girl. Just, just handed me off $1,200. What if I never came back? Right. Yeah. And I had forgotten that entirely until we had met up again. And he was like, Anna, do you remember going mm. to Chinatown and you giving me an envelope full of cash? <laughs> like, what if I left? He yeah. pointed it out to you. And I was like, I just hope that you really were as good of a Episcopalian as I <laughs> hoped you were. <laughs> A goofy movie now character. Now the truth comes out. He a was Disney a Piscopalian. <laughs> but, <laughs> super sexy. He thought about, at some point, he was like uh, flirting with the idea of going to Harvard and becoming a priest. Mm. Okay. He's, so many of your fantasies just overlapping. I think he still like went and studied like a great deal about theology, but he never became like a, I don't know, actually, now I think he is thinking about becoming a preacher. Yeah, where is he now? The Vatican. I don't know. The last I saw him, Catholic. I, yes. I like slept with him once, and then you did, you did. did. Wait, in the bunk bed? No, what? no, no. Carolina, don't be ridiculous. It was like, At he, what season is this <laughs> of euphoria? Uh, it was. It was later on. He had come back, uh, and he was like, oh, "I'm coming back to New York." Like Anna, could I crash with you? And I was like, "Yeah." Um, and I was like, "Oh my god." I didn't realize it, but I was in love with Matt the whole time. Right. Um, <laughs> and He came in in a priest's robe. I wish. No, it wasn't that good. I mean, we'd slept together. It was kind of like one of those weird situations where he's like, Anna, would it be weird if we just held each other? Ooh, and I was okay. like, no. But I mean, kind <laughs> of, unless this doesn't escalate, then it's just me holding you, which we sometimes used to do. Really? Uh, listening to gospel music, yeah, I Well, assume. I think, I know he's going through a breakup. With God? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm not sure, wait, was this during the bunk bed era? Like you guys would hold each other? Mm. This was 20 years later. This is a little past when I then was homeless, so then I stayed with him somewhere else <laughs> in his bunk bed once again. I never realized that this person was so pivotal throughout <laughs> your yeah, entire life. Who knew? Um, I know, and we've never even heard about him until today. Well, because I was crushed, um, and we slept together, and it, of course, didn't mean the same that it meant for me. I had written a insane kind of love letter on Facebook. I wonder if I can find it. Oh wait, oh, so God. so you guys slept together and you were uh you were feeling it for sure and uh, he yeah. wasn't. It hit, yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, I'm trying to make I'm trying to get this all in my head cuz this is a lot. It's so funny cuz I've encountered these. I mean, when I first moved back to New York after college, I probably encountered I probably saw this apartment <laughs> she's talking about Me and too. I, yeah, and I just never went ooh, for it's it. It's a lot. You know? Yeah. So this is back in ooh, I sent it on Valentine's Day. Okay, let me see. Wait, Wait how why did you you pulled that up real fast? Girl. It's just Facebook. It was back in the day where you used to like when you know Instagram wasn't a thing and Facebook like Messenger was the way to yeah. connect with those. Oh, maybe there's something there. Yeah, that's all true. the love letters to priests that I've sent out on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, me too. Well, that's actually how Marcus and I got uh, started talking. <laughs> I mean, like we knew each other when he was Facebook, studying to be a priest. But I, but I messaged him. I was like, hey, about that thing you said earlier today at in the studio. Like, yeah, and then we actually that con- that started our conversation outside of. The work. church. Outside of the church. <laughs> and then and, and look at us now. So you know what? I mean, that was the last good thing that me messenger ever did Do you want me to me. read it 
I don't know. Should I read this? Yeah, Is this going to be it. too personal? No, it's fine. Oh, shit. I lost it. Oh, <laughs> God doesn't want it to happen this way. Okay. So so you slept together. You wrote him a letter. A love letter. A love letter. A love message. A love sure. message. Oh, wow. It was like I was fresh off Shakespeare camp, so I was like full. <laughs> Your religion. Yeah, I was full of feelings. Okay. Oh, oh. God. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. It was on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. She writes... Okay, so oh. I figure since you're amidst, you're in the midst of romantic perils of a recent breakup, an old non-committal flame, who plays the banjo or something like that, I'd figure I'd oh. make a thoughtful gesture your way oh. and tell you just what I think. Aww. which I should have just wrote in a journal and sealed away. Oh my God, Anna, it's so long. <laughs> oh, okay, okay thank, let me try to give the abridged version. Should <laughs> I do it do. in Shakespeare, Shakespearean accent? Thanks to what happened when I was with you, I remember what it's what it is I've been missing. Aww. I have a tendency to like, but never care about someone. <laughs> of course, we uh, we were extremely comfortable and have known each other for some time, so it made it feel less hookupy. I believe you spelled hookupy. H o o k i e u p i e. That would be hooky, hooky uppy, hooky uppy. <laughs> and that's when he stopped reading <laughs> yeah. and closed the window. <laughs> I guess. I guess I'm not very good at intimacy. <laughs> well, go figure. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a bunk bed is my idea of intimacy. That's not great. And it was nice. It was nice to know that feeling again. A friendly reminder, and then a sort of irritating reminder. I believe also you wrote irritating, which is fine. It's same. <laughs> yeah, same we, we get it. We get that. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine. It happened with a friend of mine that lives a million miles away, never to happen again, oh. making it so bittersweet. Oh God. Well, I know it doesn't matter since I see you every once every blue moon, but whatever girl bags you is a very lucky lady. Oh, oh God. wow. Because you are an adorable person. Oh God. Who has an <laughs> animated face? Which which. Quote, quote, which reminds me still of the Goofy movie. (laughs) I can't believe I actually told him this. I'm fucking dying. And if you, okay, and if you were in in New York, I'd probably try and hunt you down. So don't worry, you're safe in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drooling. Oh my God, Anna, it's really long. I think I have amendments. Okay, uh, for what it's worth, let me try to cut (laughs) the chase here. For what it's worth. You know all that, and I'm embarrassed to say a few times you've crossed my mind oh, God. for for sexy events. Oh, <laughs> no. And some years down the line, you'll be reeling for, from yet another breakup and opt to stay in Queens, oh, hopefully. Happy Valentine's Day, top bunk. Oh, God. <laughs> P.S. Don't find this all too alarming. Sometimes I think it's nice when you know someone's thinking of you and I don't see the harm in sharing what I feel with you since no matter what, you're still my old pal. Oh Oh, no, there's a PPPS. It's part three. I also realized this was very long. This was very long and written on Facebook Messenger, which sucks all the romance out of my sappy essay. Oh, God. I live with this cute Valentine's Day card. Here you go. <laughs> I'm done being weird and overwhelmed and emotional. <laughs> ha ha. And then she sent a picture of a Valentine 
of popcorn that says, I'm going to pop a corny question. Will you be my Valentine? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm, oh, and yeah. I'm glad you're my friend. Oh, yeah. I, no, I mean, wow. it's great. Oh, God. Sorry. Let me just wipe the tears from my eyes. <laughs> I'm crying too. I'm crying tears oh. of so many different emotions. No. That is really sweet, though. Isn't it sweet? You're so yeah. earnest. It really shows a lot of good character. And it the really misspellings does. work somehow. It makes you seem more relatable. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, I didn't realize that giving you the backstory would really aid the letter. Like, I didn't mean to like... <laughs> Who's the scammer in this story? Him or you? I'm, I don't I'm not sure. And where is he now? He scammed my heart. <laughs> Did he ever respond or at least, you know, I, thumbs up? What, that, did the, what did the detectives say when they knocked on your door? <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, this is a restraining order <laughs> against top bunk. Um, uh, I think uh, he responded through mess, like through uh, a text, and he kind of was like, because a lot of time went by. Oh, and, was like, it he like was days? Like, oh, wow, Anna. Sorry, this is a lot. Uh, I'm at a wedding right now. I don't. I'm really at my wedding story. right now <laughs> on the altar. I really can't do this. Yeah, he's like. Thank you. It was like not great. It was mm. like it was definitely like a thank you, Anna, for that, <laughs> <laughs> for whatever that was. Yeah. Oh God. It's sweet though. You were such a yeah romantic young woman. Yeah, mm. I think it's great. I, I think. He, <laughs> I think no, honestly, I, I think he missed out. He definitely yeah. did. Yeah. No, mm. no, stop making eyes, John. I mean that. I, I think it's really sweet that you went out on a limb, and I think that's important to do. Thank do you. you think you, I mean, would you have been one of the women who got scammed in one of these Netflix shows? I don't know. If you had any money to I share? Think, yeah, I don't have that many expectations, so, like, I don't know. Oh, that's the thing. You don't. You have, like, stu student loan debt, so they were probably, like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and then they get in their car and just drive away. Yeah, so like never got scammed. In their, <laughs> yeah. in their goofy mobile. Yeah, there's nothing about me that would get Sam. It's like this girl's comfortable on an air mattress for like seven months. Yeah, but I mean, the guy in the Tinder swindler, basically, he those messages, he was the one sending them. Mm. You know what I mean? I just didn't watch it yet, so like I don't know. But it's essentially it's about what would you do if somebody was telling you exactly what you wanted to hear. How skeptical would you really be if they were figuring out what you wanted to hear and then telling you? Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. I, I think you would have, you would definitely raise doubts in your head, but then you would go forward because you're just like, like you, I guess it's like the whole, like I could see Anna doing this, like the whole romance, like whirlwind romance is like, maybe this might just work. Mm. Why don't I just give this a shot? Why don't, why don't I, I get just, on a plane and go? Yeah. Why don't I just try it? And, and you never know what might happen. You know, it, you could a get kidnapping. married or you can get a kidnapping. But they say in that, I mean, in the first scene of that documentary, the the woman talks about her sort of fixation with Disney romance, with Beauty and the Beast. And I think we all have that thing like, I should get on a plane tonight mm. with yeah. this man. It's so, it's, it's like a, a movie. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, I like cinematic things. Uh, you don't say. Theatrical <laughs> letters. <laughs> Um, maybe those expectations are raised to a very like scene heavy thing. Yeah, maybe. but I, I feel like I also need that person to come at me with similar flowery red rhetoric 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 rhetoric. It took three people. I know. I was like, isn't that a fucking like awful Vin Diesel movie? Like rhetoric. Rhetoric. Uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. They're actually it's pretty good. The Chronicles of Rhetoric. Much better than 
Sweet Magnolias. That's Carolina's idea of romance. <laughs> Chronicles of Reddick. See, but I don't think, like, I don't, I would be highly skeptical because I really try to not live a Disney movie. Mm, yeah. You know? But maybe You're there's... way more WB. <laughs> but, <laughs> but maybe you also have, like, I, I could see two sides, like, the different, like, different kinds of uh, sides of the spectrum. This is, it's early. But I found, it's it's early. you know, one of the first apartments I looked at, it was like this incredible too good to be true one bedroom mm -hmm. really reasonable price it was somewhere in midtown and no bunk beds involved no so go what's figure the draw? <laughs> and he was really nice guy he he was moving out and he was like no it's i was i was kind of like so what's the deal why is why is, why is it so affordable and he's like well there's also an additional like fifteen hundred dollar fee you know, because like I am giving away this apartment because I'm moving out. It wasn't his apartment. Okay. Meaning like he was like, I'm basically gifting this to whoever. What? And I was like, and I actually, I really. I don't really get it. The, yeah. the rent was, I think it was more than that. I think it might've been 2,500 because the rent was Just like. Just an easy installment. Because wow. the, the rent was something like, I don't know, like only like $500 a month, which is incredibly affordable in midtown Manhattan. But he was basically saying like, I'm charging my own personal fee for whoever I decide to what gift this to. What a fucking weirdo! And he wasn't the oh, he wasn't a realtor. He wasn't a broker. And I I think I actually responded with, but this sounds like a scam. Sounds yeah. like you're yeah. scamming me because wouldn't if it's like five hundred a month? Aren't I essentially giving you just giving months you money? and months of rent? But he was like, yeah, but this apartment is a steal, so you either want it or you don't. And you know what's tragic is you know there is someone who gave him that money. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, you'll have to live here another year to make this work. You're committing to however <laughs> yeah, long. Yeah, but also you know? is it rent stabilized or is it a situation that changes in a year when he's like, oh. Right, but it wasn't even his. So I don't think there was any sort of protection. Oh, yeah. Wait, what was your other scam story? Uh, I <laughs> she took that apartment I turned down. She gave him the twenty five hundred. Uh, um, I we're, we should go, <laughs> and we next year when we get into scams again, I'm gonna tell you a little. Okay, I'll give you a little hint. All right, bartending school. <laughs> oh no! And it was the Anna Paratori School of Bartending. How much did she take you for? It was just me drinking on a couch and asking you to <laughs> put the bitters you. in. Oh man, eight hundred bucks? How much you pay? Oh god, I don't know. I think it was almost three hundred. Oh, I was oh, nineteen. Three hundred's better than like. Yeah, I knew a lot of people that did that. Yeah, I mean, I should open the <laughs> Carolina School of Bartending. Yeah, yeah, vodka sodas all around. Yeah, that is what I drank. All right, guys, <laughs> we should go. All right, get the Make cocktail. me a drink. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us ramble. Send us love, support, and topics by sliding into our DMs on Instagram at Professional Friends Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review and give us five stars. It really helps with our self-esteem. See you next week.